Video games are the latest craze to sweep the country and most of the world, too. Pac-Man, Ms. Pac-Man, Space Invaders, Defenders, and Asteroids. Finish him. I'll be back. He's alive! He's alive! Hungry Gamers. Hello, 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 and welcome, boys and girls, to the 32nd episode of the Hungry Gamers podcast. We are powered by 8bit.net and Audio Technica, and I'm your not so humble host, Brendan White. Find me everywhere at Brendan 8bit. As usual, I'm joined by my two partners in crime, Reese at Fried Reese Kirby. Ali, Miss Ali Hart Hart, how are you doing this evening or this afternoon even? Doing yeah. well. What? I'm all over the place. What time is it? Is it? Uh, time flies when you're having fun. Oh, 12.30. Hey. 12.30. Yeah, I'm doing good. Doing real good. Mm. Doing nice. Ready for another exciting installment of The Hungry Gamers. It's a Saturday. It feels like real life again. None of this Monday <laughs> night. Weird. Monday and Mondays. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that last show was pretty good though. We're back to the <laughs> usual time slot. Sadly, we were looking to have uh, the Fantastic Four here today, but uh, Sam, 8-Bit Sam Abraham, decides to ghost out at the very last second. So Sam, he decided hope you he... fall over and scuff your knee on some concrete today. <laughs> he likes, oh, He decided he liked football in the last two seconds. Yeah. We've got to go to the football. Okay. I'll tell you one thing. He he does own that whole turncoat, <laughs> shady, you know, uh, double crossing sort of um, you know stereotype. He 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 tries to in like become that more and more as the day goes on. He, it's he's, no, he's embracing sh- it. We should not encourage that at all. That's mm. no. Love you, Sam. Don't ever change. But Actually, no, do change. Actually, tell us <laughs> tell us more than half an hour before we're meant to record. Like you go he. He calls me and he goes, oh, yeah, I meant to, I was planning on calling you on Monday and then I fell asleep. Until now. a week. Yeah. And then that's what I'm like, were you comatose? And he's like, no, I just had things going on. And then last night I was lying in bed and I'm like, I need to call him. I need to tell him. I need to tell him. And then I fell asleep again. I'm like, what Shout happened? Shout out to Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. Scumbag. Anyway, <laughs> we hope you're doing well wherever you are. Go the bomby swanny bombs. <laughs> yeah, we, was it clarified which... Football? No, and that's the baffling thing because he's a soccer fanatic. Soccer season's over. Rugby league, the rugby league finals. I think the two games that are on this afternoon don't start until five o'clock. Well, I right. have to get home in time for so that. I'm, I'm sleuthing. There's something going on here. There is certainly something going on. But anyway, that's so. It. I just got an email. Uh, I don't think we've shared this with anyone, but uh, for your birthday, I bought you. Some custom Nike 8-bit Hungry Gamers sneakers. No freaking that way. That is very true. Custom designed. Yeah. They are beautiful. I put, the, uh, I put the design in and they got back to me like four weeks later and told me that the color that we wanted, which was the digital purple, was no longer available. So we had to change it. But I just got an email to say that the order is almost complete. Ooh. So um, just the reason why I'm bringing that up is because um, I've actually got the schematics for those sneakers. So, if anybody wants to buy them, 
um, you know, we can hook that up. Mm. Who was that person just a moment ago saying that they wanted new sneakers? Oh, that was me. That was you. <laughs> well, you can apply the colors to any of the shapes that they offer, which is almost mm. everything. Yeah. So. Yeah, so what we might do, we'll grab a grab a screenshot of the, the design template that we put together and we'll chuck it out in them social medias. Oh, speaking of social media, says. my Twitter <coughs> got hacked. No way! <laughs> yeah. What happened? I don't know. It's just, uh, I tried to log in to my Twitter and it was like, uh, you, your account's been hacked and we have to reset your, your profile. So if people are out there getting mysterious tweets about Ray-Ban sunglasses and Russian local women that want to meet you, that's not coming from me, surprisingly. Um, it's obviously some... That, that Russian woman didn't want to be my bride? No, I'm afraid not. There are sexy local single mums in your area, I'm sure. But... I'm not Russian. <laughs> no, no. So what happens? So you don't have Twitter anymore? Don't have Twitter. Can't you, like, do that multi-step process to, to reclaim ownership? Yeah, sort of, okay, so you with that... care for now? No, with... Okay, so with that... Um, this is pretty embarrassing. But uh, the recovery email is the second email I ever had when I was like 17. Yeah. So I don't have access to that anymore. It's some weird like server that doesn't exist called Graffiti. Jesus. Where, wow. where did you find this? Uh, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. It was pretty much just Hotmail across yeah, the board. Yeah, I was going to say, up. can you just keep it simple with the Hotmail? No, I had... Because all, all AOL, no, mm. I, I, I needed to be different. MSN. <laughs> yep. That's a shame. Good old metal underscore injected at graffiti.net. Brutal. What was yours? Uh, Prosoto420 uh, at hotmail.com. Yeah, you, that was yours. What was your embarrassing email address? Devil's Angel. Hey. <laughs> was there like a SK8 at the end or like a no, 69 or Plenty of underscores though. Yeah. Yeah. Like a six C underscore Lil underscore Demon, <laughs> sexy demon, <laughs> sexy little demon. <laughs> but yeah. what I love is these usernames are like still not going away. With like mm. now, last night when we were playing games, we were versing uh, King Swag. Yeah, King Swag, and he was actually pretty good. So that What's, that mantle can stay with him. What are some of the best handles you've ever seen? Um, one of my favorites was Landon Olga. Um, ha, that's really good. Yeah, I knew that's you'd really, get really it. Good. But um, yeah, ref. it's a Simpsons reference. And I kind of like it. I just said Simpsons. And he goes, you're a very rare few that got mm. my username. And I'm like, yeah. I think one of the ones that I remember on the spot that used to make me laugh. And, and somehow they'd always end up in COD. Like we didn't know this guy or girl. But they'd end up in our games and it was Hairless Baton. Do you remember oh, Hairless Baton? Hairless Baton. <laughs> How could I forget? <laughs> Yeah. It was in the M-dubs two days. The we, old hairless uh, baton. We invited them to our party and they came and joined. It's so weird when you invite a random to your party yeah. mm. of friends. Because I was like, who's this weird guy? Who were we joking about last night? Um, what's the one that I didn't get? Like, you guys had to explain that guy's username to me. And I felt like such an idiot. What was the, He was something... Slicker. Was it King R. Slicker? Yeah, I and didn't get was, that. So was it's King King ah, Arslicker. Nice, yeah. yeah. King yeah. Arslicker. Yeah. What yeah. about uh, X uh, Little X Big X 
Harambe underscore 420 Big X Little X Plays it <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Actually Gandalf 420 Is one of my favourites Yeah Yeah I like that Oh and In My Bum Because you'd go and Kill people and like Who's in my bum it's Yeah like, oh, Yeah good one That, w- that was Brent's handle <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 On every offline Land party would ever be He'd always yeah. be in my bum And mine, he'd laugh Hysterically when Mine was said a it. loud fart So it said You got killed by a loud fart so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Not bad at all Not yeah. bad at all Jesus <sighs> So what have you been doing this week? Apart from laughing at funny handles and usernames. <laughs> um, well, what can I say? Um, I've been working on Kerbo Quest. Ooh. I've seen. I've seen some artwork circulating around the interwebs. Yeah. Uh, mocked up a little just artwork to show people mm. what to expect, get people hyped. Um, I'm pretty hyped. Looks like uh, we're going to have a fun time. I think so. Um, I think so. Yeah, I'm definitely um, I'm I'm five levels deep in the in the writing process. So okay. I'm designing my my maps, um, and I'm finishing off some of my characters. And it's a good thing you're here today, Ali, because I actually have your character with me. <gasps> so oh we've all been secretly anticipating who was going to be the next character announced. Yeah, sadly it's not me, but I'm no, happy no, for no. you, Ali. No, I think I think Brendan's will be the last one. Seems because, right. All right, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, her name is Raina Edenfell, yeah. a cunning and deadly assassin who lives within the mists of the Elvish mountains of Daylor. Raina thieved her way through life until she reached adolescence. She then met a mysterious man who thwarted her attempts to steal a pendulum from a local market. He told her if she ever stole the pendulum from him, she would inherit his rich and enormous fortune. But for the meantime, she must become his pupil to learn the ways of persuasion, acting, disguise and theatrics. He was showing her that she does not have to hide in the shadows to be a good thief, but rather hide in plain sight. Stealing items was the very least of this man's talents to which he would share with Rayner. He taught her how to persuade, allure, and take on various personas to such a degree she became a sought-after actress and even performed for a king or two. Rainer is at one with the earth and all its creatures and can hear them talking to her. She can mix fine ochres to provide healing qualities to herself and her allies. In fact, she can craft healing aids out of almost anything, a skill she learnt whilst trying to survive the harsh realities of growing up alone. Her weapons of choice are poison-tipped throwing needles and a garrote hidden within a bracelet used for silently taking out foes. But the most interesting weapon she possesses is a pearl and ivory dagger made from animals which risk their own lives to save hers. When the dagger is plunged into an ally, it can heal, but beware. Rolling a one will do double damage. When plunged into a foe, the reverse occurs. I love it. I get to stab my friends with benefits. <laughs> <laughs> so. So cool. I sound brutal as fuck. I know. I'm, I'm, this particular dagger, I think, is a cool dynamic because, you know, you'd be in the heat of battle and mm. you might be desperate for a heal and... If she plunges that dagger into you, you've got, what is it? A five out of six chance of being healed. Mm. 
but if she rolls a one, you're getting some damage. You get double damage, which is a second roll. Yeah. So you roll Sorry. a one, you roll the dice again, whatever that is, times two. That's the amount of damage you take. Hit an artery. Man. So Raina, how do you say the last name again? Edenfell. Edenfell. I sound brutal as fuck. You do sound pretty boss. I'm yeah, a loner, so but I'm cool. The thing about Raina is that she's uh, she's the kind of person who who's really sort of thrives on the interaction with other characters um, and NPCs and stuff like that because that's the thing about role playing games is you don't necessarily just have one 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 track mind to mm. to get in there and just start stabbing everything. But I mean, you can do that. But what's good is that you can really take it into your own stride and make it your own and you can negotiate and convince people to do things for you and the possibilities are endless. And I'm Dr. Doolittle as well. That's yeah. it. That's it. Talk, talking to animals. animals. You've got a little bit of a roguelike in you as well. Like you've got little throwing needles. Yeah. Throwing uh, needles in the garrotte. Yeah. So you can bloody strangle people or yeah. is it sharp enough to cut heads off or is it just like a strangling device? Uh, I think it would be would be sharp enough to, to cut heads. You'd have to get a crit though to, to really do that, to decapitate someone. But, you know... That's that's actually a really good tactic to get in there and silently take out foes because, you know, maybe mm. they don't see you. Maybe you slip in, slip out. And like a woman, I can change my appearance constantly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hair up, hair down. And I'll <laughs> yes, that's, sass the rest that's of the it, team Brendan. when they don't notice that I do something different. Yeah. Guys, <laughs> notice anything? Oh, Here so we go. I like the part where you can, um, I'm trying to work out the word, how you can sort of, Utilize fine ochres to make healing spells and ailments and things like that. Yeah, it's yeah. like she can use pretty much <coughs> anything. All right, guys, I've got dirt and <laughs> I've got some bones and some mold. You well, are you are the MacGyver of Turbo <laughs> Quest. You will awesome. you will have a, a a satchel with some items which you know Sweet. I'll put in there. So it'll be a bunch of powders and stuff. But you know if you kill a, an animal, you might be able to take its pelt and. Mix that into a an ochre for some sort of healing, or maybe it's an advanced hair. That's where it came from, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's a like an agility modifier, or maybe it's something that can offer a, um, you know, like a like a heightened sense of um, awareness during battle for a short period of time. So, so Kobo Quest has gone gangbusters. Yeah, we're your, your head's in the book. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. I'm scribing and scribing. It is and coming along. Um, really making some headway with it. I'm going to try and see if I can get some local businesses involved to help us out with some gear. Um, just, you know, not drugs. But, um, <laughs> Dang. <laughs> uh, our, our rogue over here can make us some drugs. There you go. Yeah. She got the Shout opus. out to the west side. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, um, you know, there's a couple of businesses that uh, offer um, terrain and, you know, miniatures and stuff like that. So, because, you know, we'll be doing... Uh, pictures i don't know if it'll be visual i think it'll mostly be a podcast but i think we can still take some photos obviously of the the terrain and the the game as it goes through let's just pay an animator (laughs) yeah that'd be cool (laughs) that'd be cool um so yeah that's been going well that's coming along i i really would love to hear some feedback from uh, obviously not on twitter but (laughs) um (laughs) maybe on the 8-bit twitter you can um send us a message or give us a, a like or a shout out if you think that sounds all very cool or if you've got so many ideas um yeah, the thing is, uh, you you flicked me a, a code for, well, a loosely <laughs> call it a game, um, Steins Gate, yep. uh, which I didn't realise. I see. I thought it was going to be like a like an interactive, like a game, you know. But this is a but this is a visual novel. 
Um, yeah, sorry about that. So, okay, not not going to hate on visual novels because I think uh, anyone trying to get people interested in reading is cool. Um, but I guess my only question with it is that with a visual novel, why would you make it something that's only accessible on PC? Because to me, a visual novel is a great way to read a book, but I would like to read it on the train or on the bus or on the tram, which I sometimes take. Mm. So if I'm at the computer with my, you know, quad, quad core, 16 gig of RAM, you know, monster, I'm not going to like read a book. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So I'm is not. it literally just like a book and you're just clicking? No, no. It's, it's like, a, you know, when you play an RPG, a JRPG and there's characters and they stand either side of the screen and they have the text. Yeah. That's what it is. Ah, uh, yeah. And there's little interludes where they play a small bit of footage. Yeah. Or there might be an interactive thing where they, you know, tell you to touch this item or whatever. And you have so, to pick the answers and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Now, Steins Gate as a visual novel is pretty um, pretty good. Yeah. It's It's got a pretty enthralling storyline. and it's, it's science fiction based, isn't it? It is. Um, it, it plays to the, to the Steins Gate fandom quite well. Yeah. Um, so if you've seen the anime, you will enjoy the graphic novel yeah. or the interactive novel, if you want to call it that. Um, if you've never experienced a graphic novel before, probably not something you should jump onto straight away. Um, being that I haven't had much exposure to, to, to interactive novels and stuff, but what were your <clears throat> immediate thoughts when you powered up and, and it started like taking it down this path and it was well, first in of all, a visual novel, were you just like, the I menu, want to turn this off or were you thinking, like, no. was there a hook to start with? And you're like, let's see where this goes. Or? The, the menu system in that to begin with is not great. It's pretty like 1996 <laughs> like i felt like i was playing it was a good year hexen or something but um it was the atlanta olympics <laughs> was it that's it mm. yeah it was the atlanta olympics yeah. carl lewis um mark bradkey <laughs> sports <laughs> um yeah when i started it up i was like oh i have to read <laughs> that was honestly my first thought yeah because it's, it's all about time travel right yeah you, you're traveling through time to try and restore the timeline I think is my understanding yeah. of it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 along that line. I don't want to give too much away for the storyline because it's pretty much the only thing about it, you know. So <laughs> I, I don't want to go cut. into it too much. But um, yeah, it's it's a science fiction. It, there's a bit of love in there and stuff like that. Mm. To me, as an anime purist, if you will, Steins Gate's not really something that hit the mark for me. Um, okay, it was it just played into a little bit of that. Uh, more childlike side which has its place in the fandom but just not for me mm. um, yeah uh, so I played that and it was okay um, the, the art styling it almost looks like it's like painted some of the art yeah, styles very much so. the art is brilliantly presented mm. uh, and, and definitely sits well with that modern version of anime um, so good stuff there did, uh, did, it, did it get you emotionally like did it rattle nah, your emotions I wasn't, at all? No, I wasn't in the frame of mind to be emotionally rattled by, you know, Steins Gate, the visual novel. Um, for me to be emotionally rattled by a visual novel, it has to be a series that I'm already mm. invested in, you know, perhaps something like Ghost in the Shell or something like that. So I'd probably give that a go. Mm. Um, so I did that. Uh, I ventured out to my local Good Games, uh, which is a, a board game shop. Um mm. They have a chain of them in Australia. And I sort of just went down on a last night casual, walked up and just sort of said I wanted to learn how to play magic. 
and they said, okay, well, we've got some games here. So sit down, have a go. Um, you know, look, there's heaps of people that listen to this podcast that are already into magic and know it quite well. Being quite honest with you, I'm always someone that's looked at magic from afar and thought, I'd like to get into that, but I don't mm. think I would know what to do or how to play. So I just broke through that barrier, um, toughened up and went down to Good Game and said, hey, teach me. I'm, Show me the ropes. You know? So I sat down and learned how to play. Great game. Fantastic. I can definitely see myself playing it more. Um, I'll probably give you some more fill-ins over the couple of weeks. But uh, for those people that don't know how to play or are interested in playing, there is a thing you can buy with a friend. It's called like a two-deck pack or there's the intro pack which you can buy which is a single or you can get the these twin decks and they're actually built to be the exact best deck to play against each other okay. so one's like one's light and one's dark you know fire and water and that kind of stuff so um i think maybe that might be your first purchase i might get that mm. and hopefully sam will play with me if he turns up. No. <laughs> no, 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 I'm joking. But I think, uh, yeah, he and I will probably give that a go. And yeah, we might uh, we might chronicle some of our, our, our magic discoveries. Has magic ever moved the needle for you at all, Ali? That's something no. you'd give it a go? No. I just, like it, like card-based games and you know, usually... Did you ever play Hearthstone? Uh, yeah, I did. And I actually mentioned I, and I just recently <laughs> updated my Hearthstone on nice. my iPad. So I made get back into it again but magic is a more involved hearthstone i know that's a thing to say but that's really what it is and see i'm just too lazy to get into that yeah so yeah, i'm gonna be honest yeah I'll, I'll i'll back that too i'm the same like I, I like the thought of it but i i guess if i looked at it from a way that you've just approached it, where you've went in and said show me the ropes what's the minimum i need to get into this to actually be able to have fun that might be different for me because all I've ever really seen is like the pro tournaments and I've watched a lot on, on Twitch mm. and things like that. Mm. And it's just the speed they move at and the complexity that game seems to also have, well, I guess when you get to that advanced level, is just too jarring for yeah, me. Like, oh yeah, he's just four or five moves ahead. You got to be... Exactly. You, you and know. like managing to like recite an entire deck and like what everything does is just, mm. yeah. Yeah. Too much for my brain bits. Mm. So what, that was me. Yeah. yeah, Ali, what what are your brain bits been doing this week? Uh, not much. Uh, playing a bit of GTA as usual online Ooh. and uh, doing eventful things like um, jumping off a cliff onto a helicopter. Nice. And seeing how far nice. that flings you. In GTA, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Just had to clarify. <laughs> and that's why my arm is missing. <laughs> um, but uh, also doing a bit of a the murder mystery tour. Like my friend told me about the little murder mystery involved with GTA, and he just oh. showed me around. It's, it's kind of creepy. Tell us about this. Like, I there's more to it than what I know. But I know that like in the single story, there was like a little like murder mystery about the local little film. Yep. film studio and okay. yeah and there's like clues hidden across like the map of gta and if you follow them then yeah it's pretty much this little murder mystery of that's um, fantastic this, yeah and it was really actually haunting especially when he took us to the location where a woman had been killed and he's like okay we're you know swim down so we swim down to the, like the deeps of the water and then there's a woman that's been like bound and she's got wow. concrete on her feet and i'm like and it's like a boat as well i'm like i wonder if that's got anything to do with la noir Maybe it's a... I don't know. Actually, mm. you know, I've been meaning to play that game. It but, is um, very underrated. Because there is a very underrated... A big, um, like, murder that takes place on a movie set. So... Maybe. Maybe it's got something to do with that. I don't know. Maybe. Conspiracy. It, it'd be cool. I just loved it. It's like, I like the yeah. little, little Easter eggs that 
you know game mm. companies throwing things because I rather follow that stuff mm. sometimes. So the the biggest one I always see with GTA Five ties into the old uh, Sasquatch or the Yeti dude floating around in the hills. Yeah, and the um <laughs> the alien ship that the mm. other one the way if you jump in the ocean there's like an alien ship at the deepest depths of the ocean. But I hate underwater in all games. Oh no. I hate it. So you're not going to be playing Ebzu and you're not going to be playing um, <laughs> Song of the Deep. Yeah, probably Echo not. The oh, Echo was great. I fucking love that game. What, how did you feel with the underwater levels in Mario and Alex Kidd and things like that? Uh, Alex Kidd wasn't too bad. It was more with Alex the Kid. You had um, Alex Kidd. You had to um, punch and then, but you had to keep pressing the button to like yeah. kind of swim yeah. correctly. Yeah, so yeah. navigating that was terrible. But it was Sonic. Sonic Two. That damn music. That. Yeah, that was pretty. Uh, Waiting for a bubble. Giving me anxiety. Yeah, it, it, it did. It really brought on anxiety mm. when you were in underwater. I, was, I, I blame Sonic 2 for that. What's going to happen when we get VR games? You know, <sighs> oh, There's that shark game that you Yeah, put, I, s- I saw the trailer of yeah, that. Yeah, three divers and one person's a shark. And that's, yeah. that's hell for it me. It fantastic. <laughs> no. I'd play that. Yeah. I'll just be crying. Yeah. Oh, I know where to find unless you. You're the, yeah, where's Hallie? Unless, unless you're the shark. <laughs> no, I'll still Sad be Sad like, shark. <laughs> yeah, no. So. Get the Mick Fanning DLC for that. Ooh, shark puncher 2017. <laughs> uh, uh, but apart from that, I um, dabbled in uh, Lego World. Um, I had a multiplayer element added to it. Okay. But to me, it's very broken. Mm. So... Yeah, I, I just haven't been able to grasp, or well, not grasp, but like find one of those Lego games within that, those uni- that universe they've created that's held my attention. Yeah. I've, I've jumped in and played a little bit here and there, but it's just like... Yeah, I've the, tried the Star Wars ones. And the only thing I see adults getting out of Lego games is the co-op and getting 100%. Because mm. getting 100% is like an internet fad mm. on the Lego games at the moment. So They, they are one of the simpler series to like Platinum from what I understand yeah. on the PlayStation side or, you know, get the max gamer score on the Xbox side. Mm. So any guys that are the, those achievement hunter based people out there, they're, I, they're a good series to pick up because you can knock them yeah. down within a day. I also think it's a really good game for parents and kids to play together. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Because the kids can play it. The parents can navigate it. It's fun. It's, you know, low key. It's actually some of the jokes in it are pretty funny. Mm. So, you know, if there's any parents out there that are looking for a game to play with their kids, I definitely recommend the Lego mm. games. They're, they're in any any universe that you, your kids or yourself might have adored over the years. There's there's a fair chance there's a Lego game based around that, you know. Yeah. Batman, Star Wars, DC, Marvel. Do you know any other Indiana games? Indiana Jones, all that. I wanted to do that for Father's Day, but I forgot um, sort of, you know, some titles that parents and kids can play. Anything that coming, comes to mind? <laughs> The ones that come to mind for me probably aren't going to be appropriate for fathers and their younger kids. Um, you never my, know. My old man, obviously, he's a, he's a country bumpkin, loves his shooting, and, and he's infatuated with World War One and like early war. So my, my old man and I play a lot of the early COD games. Oh, okay. And I think I'm going to try to get him onto Battlefield 1 when it drops because he loves any of that old yeah. you know, 1900s warfare Huh. All the trench warfare. He's got you know models of tanks and airplanes, this, that, the other. He's got old you know, war memorabilia, books, you name it. So he loves that kind of stuff. Yeah, he would have liked the Battle of Epping. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think he might have been there, you know. Oh, you never know. Yeah. Well, my dad was pretty good. He liked um, Quake. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's Doom cool. and Quake. So, nice. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. My mm. dad, uh, we used to play Top Gear Rally on Nintendo 64. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He liked that one. Uh, I actually heard a really 
this is gonna be quite sad. I, I, heard, I, I heard a really sad story. Um, I don't know if it was about Top Gear Rally. It might have been Colin McRae, one of the first ones. This kid told the story online where he was like, uh, you know, my dad, my dad passed away suddenly when I was like 17, and uh, I was, you know, staying home from school and work and not really having a fun time, obviously. And then he said uh, he fired up his old PlayStation One and chucked in the, the the rally game to like remember his dad i know where this is going it makes me a bit uncomfortable I and think. uh he went to play a time trial and there was a, like because you know in those time trials where you've got to beat the ghost car yeah so he's racing his dead dad's ghost car yeah oh, but he no. said like he just like he just enjoyed no. like driving around with it not trying well, to beat it so fast and furious really yeah, yeah. That's that's like <laughs> that really ending very scene. like it's beautiful. It's sweet, but it's very sad, isn't so it? So like beautiful. He, he just spend his hours chasing his dad's Colin McRae ghost car around a track. Yeah, but I mean, I think but that's, that that's the thing. If he beats that ghost, like if he comes first, then his dad's ghost car's gone forever. Yeah. So you'd never win. And that'd piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd let my dad have a couple of tracks. <laughs> you got to let him have a few. A couple. Because you know? otherwise, it's just, this is crap. Yeah. Dad's ghost car coming to a cinema near you. <laughs> you wait, Pixar or someone will take this up. Ben Diesel, 100%. <laughs> and he's the, the voice of the, the ghost car. car. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go for a ride. Son. I love you, son. <laughs> wait, who was that? That's that like ripped form. <laughs> wait, no, who was that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. So, I've been doing some things. Yeah, what have you been doing? We're playing some games. Which ones? Uh, many games this week. The first Could one will be any more vague. <laughs> <laughs> the All video the ones. <laughs> All of the games. The first one um, was only last night. We uh, had a had a had a four of six team on Overwatch. We were cranking through the the placement matches. We were doing sadly. Good. We were getting wrecked. We started good. I think we, we won. Yeah, we three out of the first four exactly. And then it just went lost. Telling lost, you, lost, team lost, makeup. Lost, 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 lost. Well, our team makeup when we were winning, like it was us three and then a random three, I guess. And then when Dotter rolled in, that's when the losses started. So I reckon... <laughs> that's harsh. Dotter went rogue. <laughs> was he Zanyata? A little bit. He was getting angry too. He oh. got angry. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, he went on a few of his tirades, but it was oh, great. No. And it was justified. A lot of it was justified because we had the other two random guys. I hate guys. it when that happens. I can't... I'm not having a good time with my friends. They're so upset. I don't like that. Yeah. yeah I don't think we take shit too seriously no. when we're playing Are it anyway. Are you kidding? Brendan does. But that's... The he doesn't take it... Most yeah. Actually, angry we were talking about it last night because mm. what you guys mentioned last week saying like, oh, Brendan, you know, doesn't go off too much. I'm like, has anyone played Overwatch with Brendan? Like, he yeah. does... He does swear a lot. It's usually like, oh bloody hell like, <laughs> like but that's all it is but. yeah it's just a short burst outlet of yeah. frustration then i'm back into it but yeah yeah he always calls people by their full name oh yeah he's always like fucking shining rock 420 i hate you like yeah. <laughs> well, that's you dedicated at least he's paying attention yeah yeah, but it, it just we couldn't get any kind of roll on in those last few games. And, yeah, we really just could not catch a break. It just mm. didn't make it, it seemed a bit. One weird, to be one thing I liked though was there wasn't many Genji sightings due to the nerf that happened in the yeah. last week or so. Yeah, what so was the nerf? They've um, shortened his alt time mm. by I think it's down to six seconds as opposed to eight. I think mm. it was off the top of my head. Don't quote me. Um, they've also. Um, moved or alleviated from his double jump that he could do you know so he you know he's he's mobile as hell but mm. that jump that he had as well just made him 
damn near impossible to target sometimes. Yeah. So they've nerfed him in that regard. I don't rent no off offhand any of the other nerfs or buffs they've rolled in. I think they did apparently something they for buffed, Mercy. Well, apparently they buffed May as well. Yeah. But I didn't see many Mays. Nah, I saw one. Apart from myself. But I kept... Every time I'd go up in a battle with her, I was playing Reaper a lot yesterday. She just knew when I was popping that ult and she'd have the, you know, the self-heal uh, ice cocoon yeah. ready and she'd just pop it and then she'd just get as, out As a person that plays as May, I freaking love that. Yeah. That's a, just a safety net right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, like, no. so new. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm freezing. Sorry, sorry guys. But <laughs> I'm freezing. Yeah. Uh, finished playing God Eater 2, which is, um, you know, Bandai Namco... Uh, published game developed by Shift. It's in that Monster Hunter vein, you know. So anyone that's played the Monster Hunter series on the yeah. on the Nintendo would know what they're going to be doing in God Eater Two. Similar graphics, similar concept, but um, one of the cool things with God Eater Two as well is there's you know, oh, similar to Monster Hunter. There is a very in-depth customization option. Um, you can go in as far as your weapons, your your abilities, your your buffs, and so on and so forth. But one thing that annoyed me with this game is it didn't go into depths explaining sort of the advanced combat or, you know, some of the ultimate abilities on these weapons. Like I was probably five or six hours into the game and then I only worked out that you could change stances on the fly, like for various weapons and, and movesets. Mm. And, it, and once I worked that out, it completely changed the dynamic for me. I was so much more mobile, could do yeah. so much more damage. And I was struggling up to there. Like there's some tutorials in the early openings of the game, you know, shows you the, the combat, the buttons and so on, which is great. But that's it. it. Doesn't go into any of the advanced tactics, and that's probably the biggest gripe with this game that I found is that there's you know, a pretty deep combat system and, and moves that available, but they don't go into detail in how to explain it. Like yeah. you might just randomly bump into an AI-based character, and they'll just mention it to you in conversation. You go, "Holy shit, I can do this!" You know, mm. I've had this weapon for eight hours, and I didn't know I can do this. <laughs> I prefer that though. I really hate games that hold my hand. Yeah, but. You'd think they'd sort of at least announce some of these things that you can do right from the get-go. Maybe in like a menu or something. Mm. But mm. Yeah, I, I had a look through. I couldn't like see much. Yeah, yeah, just something. And the loading screen. Yeah, so... Yeah, there you go. But no, it was, it, was, it was a cool game to play. Like graphically, it's no world beater. Like um, the graphics are great. You know, some cool cell shading, some cool animations. The beasts look fantastic. Um, but overall... It's, it's well worth a look if you're into that. You can play four-player uh, co-op as well, so yourself and three other players, but otherwise you can just cruise around in-game, in offline with three AI partners. I found the AI to be better than me a lot of the time. They were popping heels whenever they were needed. They were you know, jumping in and supporting me when required when it got too overwhelming. Like It was very, very instinctive AI, so I've got to tip my hat to that because it made it a pretty good experience as you know a lot of these mm. types of games you're playing when you've got you know computer-based party members they're usually shit you'll see them stuck on a door frame yeah, I was or gonna like, say you're missing <laughs> yeah just like, Where the hell is he? so that was really really on point and yeah just the, the monsters like they're called like origami is what they're known as in in the god eater series um folded paper nice yeah i was about to say delicious yeah <laughs> <laughs> but no well worth a look well worth a look it's out on um playstation 4 I think it's on Xbox One as well, and maybe PC or on by Steam, so on Windows. Well worth a look. Came out this week. Give it a go. I gave it, you know, if you want to translate it out of, out of ten, I gave it a seven out of ten. There you go. Very very long, and the good thing is you can pick it up, put it down whenever you like. So you can drop in, smash a few big origami monsters, jump out. Like there's no consistent storyline that you need to be glued to your chair with. It's it's almost like 
Overwatch in that regard where you can jump in, have a couple of quick games, switch your console off or your PC off and then go do your own thing and jump in a week later and still be able to grasp it and have fun. Nice. So I've been playing a bit of that. A bit more Deus Ex. Still oh, enjoying yeah. it. Still yeah. enjoying it. It's still so hard trying to go, you know, the full stealth passive route on all missions. I'm trying to just sneak my way through, avoid detection, not kill anybody and fuck, it is hard still. Loving it though. I think they've done a really, really good job with that. What would you give that out of 10? At this stage, I'd probably see it about an 8.5. Oh, that's a big score from mm. you. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Well well worth a pick up. It's a good distraction for me until some of these other games roll out in the next month or two. That Warhammer game on PC, um, our friends at D1 DLC brought that to my attention. Uh, I forget what it's called. You mean Total War Warhammer? No, no, there's a new Warhammer. The Vermintide one? No, no, there's a brand new Warhammer 40k game coming you out. You mean the Space Hulk Deathwing game? No. <laughs> How many <laughs> games do they release? Different game again. What's the other one? Because the Space Hulk one is the one I'm most hyped about. I'll have to look it up. But um, anyway, I saw that game com- coming out. That's something that I'm super hyped mm. for. And of course, Dawn of War 3. Yeah. Because I'm really nerdy about those games I, I just love that universe they have though because it's just so macho over the top giant muscle clad dudes in giant robot suits with chainsaw guns and this that and the other and ripping animals yeah, monsters and I demons got, but and I gotta I gotta hand it to them because I mean the lore of each faction goes so deep like I actually went to a Warhammer store yesterday for the first time in 10 years just to see what was popping mm. Um, what was popping at war at um, Games Workshop? I'll tell you one thing that's popping is the price. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's had about a two three hundred percent increase. You know what's not popping? What virginity? Oh. That is still running rampant in Games Workshop. <laughs> okay, out. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> uh, I I like so the the standard Warhammer forty k box two factions sort of game. You know, 160 bucks. It ain't cheap, is it? But I thought about it some more because I told the guy, I'm like, yeah, I want to get back into it, but it seems pretty expensive. He's like, yeah, look, a lot of people say that, but this, the thing that I usually tell people is that if you're going to play an army, uh, you only have to buy the things once. That's it. Mm. And once you get your army, that's it. You don't have to keep buying the same things. So That's that's Salesman 101 right there. I was there. about to say, he's not going to, mm. you know. No, but he, he was... It was it was like it was true. So I was yeah. I'm thinking about it. I'm, I'm teetering on the edge. What's what's your your army or race of choice? Uh, always Space Marines. But then which faction? Black Templars. Black Templars. Always. I really like Space uh, Space Wolves. Yep. But everybody I knew played Space Wolves, so I didn't want to be one of the pack. Yeah. So to speak. I was always a Chaos Army. I have no context for this, but like, this, this sounds amazing. Space but, uh, wolves. Yeah. Uh, the Chaos Army were like the evil versions of the Space Marines, really, if you want to put it that way. One they. thing I've got to say about Warhammer as a tabletop game these days, which has changed a lot, is they have a lot of different games now. It's not just your standard, you know, army on army. There's, uh, I think there's one called Kill Death Strike Team or something. Where it's just a small... That sounds like a lot of words just thrown together. It's something like that. Um, <laughs> it's like a small squad. You haven't like you have a lot of small squad type games now that are quicker to play. And they have things like objective cards where you play an objective card. You have to go and kill a warlord boss and you collect 
bigger weapons or something. It's good. I, I, I dig it. I think I'm going to give that a bit of a crack. You are going to be trying everything out there by the sounds of it. You're jumping in Magic, you're jumping in Warhammer, you're jumping in Kerbo Quest. Well, you know, I mean, it's for me, uh, it's about flexing my brain as a muscle, you know, because <laughs> it just really, really, really gets me thinking. Um, and that, and I just, I, that makes me happy. Do you just more appreciate the hands-on aspect as well? Uh, f- for me, it's about delving myself into a fantasy world. It's about uh, just getting wrapped up in in the lore and the and the fantasy of it. I I really dig that. That's so, mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I might have to dust off my miniatures. They're still all down at my mum's house. Get Abaddon the Destroyer out and he'll fuck your space marines up. Well, I don't know. Like, maybe that's... I'm going to throw this one to the fans. Like, you know, do do they want to see us play some sort of tabletop war game? Is that going to interest you? Or would you like us to play Trouble? Ooh. (laughs) Trouble? That loud pop noise. Can I tell you something about Trouble? Trouble ends friendships. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because you'll have three counters on the on the final rung, and it's like someone will jump over you, and I'm pretty 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 sure that sends them back to the start or something. Yeah, something along those lines. That it's shit been a while. ends yeah. friendships, man. What are some other games that like Mousetrap? Mousetrap is a bastard. Yeah, yeah. Uno standard. Mm. Yeah, Monopoly. I think families have broken up over Monopoly. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, hey, speaking of Monopoly, McDonald's Monopoly. Oh, it's out now. It's out now. And there's Isn't an app, so right? Isn't it so bad? How, like, I eat so much McDonald's when that's on. I don't yeah. understand. It doesn't make sense. You I know don't what's ever... the worst thing about McDonald's Monopoly now is? Is that there is a Facebook group for people trying to trade So it's and like a buy sell, sell swap for Macca's. Sell Damn. The, the tickets. Damn. The Give you 200 bucks for Park Lane. But people don't understand that like they only make 15 of Mayfair or whatever it is. Like, yeah You know what I mean Yeah So I just like collecting All the free food Yeah I don't ever cash it in though That's, that's the best like. part about yeah. it I couldn't give a rat's ass About going into the drawer To win a jet ski Yeah Which would be still pretty fun Now I think about it Let's sell it I want, I want that free sundae Or that free large chips Or oh, six pack nugs Those yeah. uh, those choc tops They're pretty evil They're nah. great The chocolate pies Are really good too Oh I saw them on the menu Yeah Oh <sighs> bit of a McDonald's hack for you If you have the time And the patience like me Because I have McDonald's within walking distance of my house. You do. Very, it's very, 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 mm. very bad. Um, I get a plain sundae with no sauce and an apple pie. And then you dip the apple pie into it, don't you? No, I just smash that shit into it. Just just smash oh. it. Oh. And just apple pie ice cream all day. That sounds amazing. So chocolate pie ice cream is, is decent as well. Um, the Hungry Jack's Shake and Win app is my new favorite thing. <laughs> all elaborate, is, elaborate. All, all it is, is it's just an app and you check in to the nearest Hungry Jacks, you just press check in and then it has like a poker machine type thing with three rungs <laughs> and it gives you free food. What do they get? Oh, they just assume, do you have to buy something to get the free food? No, like, no. There's so, no minimum spend? No, or? there's no minimum spend. Like You've just got to be in the vicinity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it, you've got 20 minutes to redeem your prize. So <laughs> wow. um, you want to be close. So you get a spin a day? Spin a day. Um, some of the things are a bit rigged like, because... I got stooged. I spun my thing and then... It, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> We're still talking on the game here? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, sp- I spun my thing mm. and it come up saying extra long chicken royale. And I was like, this is the best day of my life. And I was like, "Get it? I'll take my chicken royale, thanks. And they're like, yeah, $3. Oh, 
And I'm like, what are you talking about? They're like, oh, you won the opportunity to buy it for $3. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so it's not, up. it's not all smiles and roses, mm. but um, that HJ hustle right there. Mm. Free Cokes, free Sundays, free chips. The chips from Hungry Jack's have underrated improved exponentially. I was about to say, are they still salty as fuck? I, I love no, their onion rings. No, they've got a little bit of seasoning and they're thick cut now. Ooh. Delicious. Their onion rings are fantastic, but I'll get halfway through a box and they'll be pissing out my ass. Like, <laughs> I, don't know what, I don't know what they do with those onion rings oh. there at Hungers, but I love them and I get the sweet plum sauce, smash it, and I'll get halfway through it's it. that And sauce. then I'll just hear this like, I must tell me, I'm like, time to go, time to go. It's like me with McDonald's pancakes. I can't stop eating them, but... Flapjacks. Oof. Just straight through you. Hot cakes. Mm. Like a hot butter through knife. Is that what the expression is? Like a is? hot knife through butter. That's the one. Yeah. I'm dyslexic. <laughs> Dyslexia. Uh, for real though. For uh-huh. real. So. Let's, let's talk about some news and talk about the biggest thing to happen this year, I'd say. This week's news headlines. Thanks, Chuck. Mm. So, Sony convention this week. Yep. <laughs> PlayStation it? Neo was outed officially. It's now known as a PlayStation Pro. Yeah. And PlayStation S. <laughs> and yeah, exactly. That's yeah. exactly what it stacks up to. Like, you know, there was the whole Neo Scorpio battle. Traditionally, Sony have always blown Microsoft out of the water from a power standpoint. But it's almost like they've put up the white flag and said, you know what? You can have your six teraflops. We're going to roll out at 4.2. It's still double the power of the original PlayStation 4. Hmm. But it was a bit of a dull rule. 560 bucks for a console that in itself is Sony's answer to the 1S. See, if you look at it that way. Specs like this just scream marketing and production issues to me. Mm. That's what I that's all I'm hearing is that they wanted it to be competitive, but with the budget and the time and the resources mm. they had, this is all they could come up with. Yeah, so they they announced or they confirmed the PlayStation 4 Slim, which is probably one of the worst kept secrets of the last few weeks with all the unboxings and all that. Mm-hmm. They're so, not so slim. So everything that was circulating in the rumor mill is confirmed with that. It's going to be... I think it's available to be purchased like in a week. Yeah, like literally nice. stock is shipping this week. So the PlayStation 4 Slim is going to be out this week and then the PlayStation 4 Pro is out on November the 10th. So super quick turnaround... It's not making me want to jump out of my seat and go buy one. No, it doesn't sound like anyone's jumping out of their seats. The PlayStation 4K. Yeah. Don't play the Blu-ray. They don't play the Blu-ray, yeah. Like, they've got... Yeah, but who plays discs anymore? Come on. I still do. You can still download Blu-rays. Do you really? Like, I still play discs. Mm, Really? Yeah, I've got a giant fucking case full of... I haven't played a disc in, like, four years. Well, when you work in a retailer that, you know, and your section is DVDs and Blu-rays, you tend to collect them Mm. after a while. Well, someone told me never to play with my disc, but... Especially not at work. You're dyslexic again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so if you you put the side-by-side comparisons up for the PlayStation 4 Pro and the PlayStation 4 original, they've got the exact same CPU, so they're running an AMD Jaguar 8-core processor... They've got the same 8 gig uh, GDDR5 system memory. Um, storage is one terabyte of standard, which is good. You know, my PlayStation 4, I think, has only got 500 gig, if I remember. I know they did have a you one run terabyte out of space option. Yet? Yeah, I have. Oh, really? But I've got. Um, Fair enough. 
like portable hard drives running into the back of my PlayStation 4 and I've got two running into the back of my Xbox One. Doesn't surprise me, thanks. Yeah. Wow, why? I've got that many games. Wow. Anyway. My <laughs> Xbox is almost running out of space. That shows you how much I use mine for that. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so the, the, the two biggest changes is the GPU. So PlayStation 4 has got an AMD Radeon 1.84 teraflops and the new one is the AMD Radeon 4.2. So you know, more graphical power due to the 4K and the HDR outputs and things like that. The power consumption, though, doubles. So, you know, anyone that already has naturally high power bills, if you're a heavy gamer, you're going from 165 watts to 310. I reckon this has that got graphical something to boost. do with the fact that they can make these cheaper or something. Like, that's all I'm hearing. Because who from Sony is going to come out and say, this is a better console with these specs blatantly slapping you in the face? This is just a way for Sony to make hmm. PlayStations cheaper. I'll, I'll say one thing. They did show a ton of footage of some upcoming games that are going to be, um, you know, 4K available. Like Horizon, they showed some footage of, which looked amazing. Mass Effect Andromeda, they showed it in 4K and just the lighting dynamics in it and just the, the shadow effects and the particle changes and things. It looked good. Like Man. it looked great, but it's not enough for me to go... My PlayStation 4 is sitting here. Oh, it doesn't have 4K. If they wanted to, to pop 4K, they need a 4K kill zone. Mm. That's it, because that's... It'll, it'll be coming. It'll be coming. That's the only, like... But how are your 4K TVs going, guys? Exactly. I yeah. don't have one. Your, your one? No? I've got a 42-inch full high-definition LCD Sonic TV that I bought from JB Hi-Fi in 2011, and it is still going strong. Yeah. Yeah, I've got Never a sharp and it's dying. missed mm. a beat. Yeah, my Samsung Shout is out to humming Sonique. along. Shout out to Sonique. Yeah, so it's so it's interesting. Like, um, you know, so they've got the 4K output for games and apps, but they are confirming there's going to be, yeah, as, as Ali said, there's no Ultra HD Blu-ray support for the Pro. Um, the only 4K will come from streaming games and apps, like so Netflix and, and the equivalent on there. So it's... And Netflix doesn't really mm, have many 4K no. um, programs. Yeah, so it's... Not yet. Give it a year. I think we should see... Some some four yeah, K. Like it'll it'll come, but yeah, Netflix yeah, so VR. I think that'll come as well. So they announced those two. They also announced four new peripherals or updates to existing peripherals. So there's the new PlayStation Four DualShock controller. You know, um, I think longer longer sort of read distances from controller to console, faster reaction time, sturdier grips, and all this nonsense. They announced a new wireless headset. So gone are the days of the tacky little single in earpiece bluetooth wanker device they had going and now they've got the full like wireless double can look the headset looks actually pretty good they've got a vertical stand not a big announcement but they decided they to had showcase that ps2 yeah they were like 60 bucks or some yeah. ridiculous thing it's or you could buy one that held your games like two, yeah. two games yeah. yeah yeah 28 bucks now so decent price point and the last one is they've just use some announced the <laughs> The PlayStation 4 camera, exactly the same specs as the existing one, but instead of it having a square aesthetic, it's now sort of rounded. Sold. Mm. $90. Oh, $90. Come on. Returned. Come on. Obviously, you do need the PlayStation 4 camera for when the PSVR drops um, imminently. So you're going to have to buy one if you don't have one. So you've got to buy that. You've got to buy the, the redeveloped Move controllers, which I now think are called like VR sticks or... Something completely Such a paraphrasing. Punch, really. Nah, it's just like, yeah, VR, and you need this. Telling and you, you need this. Some bookends, 
A Logitech twelve dollar jobby for your webcam. Mate, you'll be living. Hashtag Kirby style. You just that's that is life, my friend. Yeah, so it's it's interesting because typically every every big Sony announcement or event they do, you know, the media and the gaming community usually are up in arms about how great they are typically, but this was just a whimper as of what I thought it might be. Like I thought after Xbox and Microsoft came out and, you know, dropped the bomb with Scorpio at yeah. E3. Yeah. It gave them what? When was that? July? Mm. July, August, something like that. A couple of months. It gave them a couple of months to potentially refine and, and, and pump up this Neo for, because at the time they didn't have the Sony um, press conference announced for, you know, September the 7th or whatever day it was. So they could have gone back and said, you know, we need more power out of this. We know they're at six. Let's even get closer to it. But they came in at 4.2. So, you know, they're 30 odd percent down on power as opposed to the, the you know, Scorpio at this stage. So it was surprising. Mm. Surprising. But like, they're smart. They're in ahead of the Christmas rush. So anyone that might be looking to jump in and transition in, they can probably get some pull through sales leading up to Chrissy with this November 10th release. Ties directly into the VR aspect as well, which comes out the month prior. So... It's curious to see. I'm, I'm really interested to see over the next 12 to 18 months where console sales go for the two respective, you know, powerhouses. Yeah, I think uh, Christmas is uh, is going to be a, a, a telltale sign of what's going to mm. happen for the um, for the console community. We've seen a big shift this year. Um, there's been the introduction of VR. There is these slim consoles, 4K, stuff like that. Um, and we've had a, a bite from both big companies. So... You know, with the Christmas sales, this will tell us where it's going to be. Um, I might just point out too that uh, there might be a few people out there that might need some help come Christmas to purchase games or consoles. If you have anything you want to ask us, uh, let us know. We'll give you a shout out on the on the cast, and maybe we can do a Christmas shoppers guide mm. um, for what you should be picking up this year for your little ones, husband, wife, or family. Oh, this mm. takes me back. Yeah. <laughs> We I have a 12-year-old son yeah. and he likes Transformers. Yeah. Oh, well. What should I get him? You shouldn't get him anything. <laughs> hey, don't talk down on Transformers. No, I'm not, but there's all the Transformers games are terrible. The latest one. And um, War on Cybertron was great. Thank you very much. Uh, but how, how great is it, really? Good fun. You know, it's yeah. not going to revolutionize gaming, but you can. anyone that loves some Transformers will jump into that game and go, holy shit, I'm playing Transformers. I'd love this to see... Awesome. A Transformers MMO. No, that wouldn't work. With like fully customizable, your own Transformer. I can see where you're going with it. And I like the thought process, but I don't know how to translate. Like I guess Cybertron is a pretty big world and the whole Transformers universe could be mined and farmed to get enough lore to to make a big old MMO, but I don't know. Mm. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if I care about Transformers enough. <laughs> I don't get any of it because I, I didn't grow up with Transformers. I wasn't allowed to watch it. Oh, no. Why yeah. not? Wow. Uh, my mom referred to it as that category of stupid TV. So I wasn't allowed to watch that. I wasn't allowed to watch uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <gasps> and Whoa. I wasn't allowed to watch Biker Mice from Mars. Oh, oh. not Vinny. But, but I used to sneak. Whenever she was having a shower, <laughs> cheese TV, yeah. Biker Mice from Mars, so epic what, intro. What were you allowed to watch? What wasn't deemed stupid TV? Uh, for some reason, Samurai Pizza Cats was okay. Amazing show. It was an amazing show. That's the most ridiculous out of a lot of them. It's a cracker show, though. Great show. Yeah. I was pretty much allowed to watch Agro's, ca- uh, Agro's Cartoon Connection. Yep. 
Yeah. So anything on that one? Really? Hagar was an asshole. Hagar, <laughs> yeah. if you jump on YouTube, he yeah. was very, very dirty, rude, very sexist. Yeah. Mm. Very dirty. Right. Ranger Stacy. Oh, Ranger Stacy. She's still kicking around on Totally Wild. <laughs> Is she? Yeah. Is she still banging? Yeah. I just oh. saw she's you. She's aged pretty well. Nice. Mark up. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime she'd be like doing a showcase on a on a snake, it's just like, oh, oh, oh <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> oh, nice one. Okay, I, I could go all day with that, but I look won't. at the way she handles that carpet python. Oh, put it away. Put the mouse back in the house. <laughs> Dublin back though. So on on the whole Christmas console war, PlayStation Four Pro five fifty nine. No games at this stage. They will no doubt, obviously options some sort of christmas based bundles leading up to it but personally i think the best deal of the christmas will be buying the original consoles the x because like, ex- like a slim or just a standard no um, this xbox one S. yeah no just oh, xbox one extended xbox one mm. because i think they'll go for cheaper <clears throat> for sure oh yeah you'll get you know? one at, at, a, at a bargain basement price and especially that's if, a good idea because if you haven't got a 4k tv both these consoles for now kind of irrelevant like they've confirmed that the pro is going to increase the graphical upscaling of all your games currently so you will see some bumps on your standard 1080p non-4k telly which is great but like it's not big enough for you unless you're one of these you know graphically driven guys that have to have or girls sorry that have to have the best i I just don't know it's just not holding for me let's 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 put a nail on that one pretty sure we we killed it we did, we did. You know what else has been killing it? Not so much in the short term, but sort of long term. Nice segue. Pokemon Go. 500 million downloads that has been confirmed as having in the last... And how long has it been out for now? Two months? The arm say two months? The armbands are coming out this week, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, the Pokemon Go Plus or whatever it's called. Yeah. Which in itself is a piece of wank. Like, oh wow, it connects Bluetooth to your phone and vibrates when something's close and you can press the button if you're at a Pokestop to, to get the stuff off there, like... I think it's more the egg thing that it seems beneficial. Doesn't it work now? Like you say, you don't have to have your phone open. If that's the case, that's the only positive I can see out of it. I wasn't aware of that. So Pokemon Go Plus, I'll, I'll give you that if that's the case. But yeah. if it is just the the vibrating pulse when a Pokemon's close by or the Pokestop. Yeah. Yeah, but okay. Please. But for kids, that's a, that's a cool thing. Oh, yes. Kids, I, see still, I, I still see kids are into Pokemon Go. They're... They're still playing it. It's, it's the adults that have lost, which is kind of a pretty funny social commentary because adults <laughs> are always saying, kids have such short attention spans. Yeah. You know, but it's like, mm. I love Pokemon Go. It's like, no, yeah. you don't. It's, yeah. You know, kids are still playing you it. So do not. Yeah. I, I think that's pretty funny. Mm. No, I think the armbands are okay. Like, mm. do we know how much they are? 30 bucks. Yeah, that's okay. That's decent. I wouldn't say any more than that. Yeah. If it was 40 bucks, I would be like, whoa. <laughs> I love that Hashtag an extra ten dollars is your cutoff. Like thirty's no, fine, but forty. Oh, forty, some, you're joking, mate. You're joking. Sometimes it, a dollar can make a difference for me. Jesus. Like, Where's this I tell you where 99? I never go. I tell you where I never ever set foot into my hot, arch, hot dollar. No, my art. No, hot dollar is amazing. I'll go to hot dollar. But it's dollar a lie because there's like even you remember the old two dollar shop and there was things that were a lot more than two dollars. Yep. False okay, advertising, but big hot dollar does not mean that everything is a dollar. Hot dollar means that uh, you know your dollar or dollars, which you know in plural dollar can be referred to as a group of money. The dollar, if you will. Um, what? It's hot. <laughs> you know, like when you know that take is hot. When you hear Ross Greenwood, 
shout out to Ross, on the finance report. He calls it the dollar. It's like your, your money, you, you know. Yeah, but he's not. he doesn't have a fistful of 50 saying the dollar. He's saying is in the Australian economy as a yeah, whole, but you can the say, Aussie like, dollar. I, if, I, if I had a fistful of 50s, mm. be very happy. I'd be like, you know, check out my dollar. Piss off. No, you will never, ever 100%. say that. I, yeah, but anyway, <laughs> that's hot dollar. I One place I will never, ever st- step foot into is a BP service station. Why? They're fantastic. That's no. where I always fuel no, up. No, 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 no. I ain't biased. The, the, well, I mean, not to mention that half their petrol is leaking into the ocean. Um, more to the point, my arch nemesis... makes the fish go faster. <laughs> the, uh, watch out for them ibises. Um, the psychological pricing in the BP service station is second to none because you will literally question your own existence because you go in there and you're like, just here for the petrol, just going to get some petrol, go in and out. Then you go in and it's like, hmm, lifesavers. We're talking about lifesavers today. Yeah. Two cents for a packet. Or it's like... like, I'm yet to see the negative here so far. Actually, no, no. It's it's more like, it's more like, let's say it's... You, you mean know, you mean the sneaky, three, three bucks sneaky for a end, end of life clearance tub they have on the counter? No, at the time? it's more like you're three bucks for a packet or three dollars fifty for two packets. So you're like, oh, I guess I have to get the two packets. That's not a bad no. problem to have. But then it's like if you couple the two lifesavers and you can get an extra Coke for an extra dollar. So all of a sudden they've got you spending an extra dollar fifty. But it's at the like, same time, it you're just saving. keeps going. It just keeps going. So it's like you go in there for petrol, you come out with. A grocery bag full of crap. You don't right. have to. That that's that's on you, mate. Yeah. I go in there plenty of times and just. So you're saying fuel. it's me. Yeah. <laughs> the problem is. You have to is, learn yeah. to say no. No, yeah. mate. no, no, because because <laughs> you can't pass up a bargain. That's the thing. I'm an Aussie. Like, mm. is it a bargain though? If you bargain. had no intention of buying it on the first place. It's all mm. about value. Valid. It's all about value. So if you're getting good value, it's worth it. But value is in like a personally interpretive thing. You know, you could see the value in. Two one point two five liter bottles of Pepsi Max, Ew. where like for three dollars. But then a guy that hates Pepsi Max is going to see that and go, "Oh, shit! I don't care. Give me, give me two solos for that price or whatever." Like it's <laughs> solo. Hey, solo's great. whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> yeah, step back off the off the lemon fizz. Solo mate. or lift? Solo. Oh, solo, solo. Yeah, actually, no, I'm with you there. You know why? Because as it says in the can, it's low on fizz, so you can slam it down fast. Yeah. Yeah. Plus the big mouth hole they have yeah. on the cans. Yeah. That's got me a few times by surprise though. Like I'll be in the car and I'll get a can of solo or whatever I'm driving. You sort of, you know, you half crack as you're watching the road and the can might not be perfectly lined up with your mouth and that big old <laughs> mouth can just then pisses solo all over, over your face. Now they run up the arse of another car, you got lemon burn in your eyes. Like, Slapstick life, you lose. Yeah. I just as you're surfing down the M2 on your wheelie bin, <laughs> in the rowdy mate. <laughs> oh, good times, good times. I love talking to you guys. But nah, BP's the way to go. Nah, BP. Especially no if way. if you fly Virgin, you get your Velocity card, you get your Virgin points. Wait, do you need your card to? Because I have a, the Velocity points thing, but I never have. Like, I'm like, how do I? access that you just swipe it really yeah so so when you go to pay you swipe your velocity card and then you pay normally I've run out of so many points nah I'm not um, I'm not a fan of BP I'm a fan of metro service stations they're great because because you live opposite only one of five in Australia (laughs) um, much but I went to one in Banksia and I saw a guy buy a crack pipe from the nice. <laughs> and 
and the one that was over the road from your house didn't the the Bay Marie for the pies have a bullet hole in it for like in the glass for like months? It's still there. Really? Technically, it's still there. They yeah. just they just put a sign over it. Yes. <laughs> but hey, shout out to Metro. It aerates the pies better. But it's good because those guys they can see my house from across the street, so they watch my house for me. It's good. I, oh, I bet they guys. do. I do. They tell me if like weird people hang around, but like no themselves. One ever, no they one. Are, ever, they are the weird people. No, no one weird ever hangs around my house. Thankfully, except me. <laughs> when we I'm, come to visit, I'm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or your crazy neighbours like setting their cars on fire in the front yard. Oh, because they play by mixtape. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good people though. They took me out to dinner. Love them. Was it? Was it just a plate of all that fresh produce that they distribute? No, we went to. A, they took us to a tight restaurant. I had nearly ten courses. It was a good night, trust me. I got loaded on Thai food. Massaman beef, man. I will vouch for Massaman beef. That is, that is godsend. Give me any meat in Massaman flavor. Just, yeah. yeah. Mm. All about it. We're so derailed right now. We are. We are. <laughs> we are so derailed. We went from talking about mm. PlayStations and Xboxes to fucking Massaman beef. It yeah. is l- past lunchtime, though, so. We are yeah. getting a bit, uh, a bit hungry. We're going to hit up Uber <laughs> Eats. Ravenous. Uber, Uber Eats. Eats. Shout out to Onnit Burgers. Uh, if you're looking for something, in I'm the not CBD, shouting them yet because I haven't tried it. I can personally vouch for them. If you're looking for something okay. to try on Uber Eats, try Onnit Burgers. Um, their bacon jammy is incredible. We'll have provide a full report in the following episode. Just a yeah. shout out to hamburgers in general. Yes, yeah. Another Manic shout cheese. out. Michael B. Jordan. What? Human Torch. Apollo Creed's son. Yeah. You know the 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 young the young actor that's sort in, of in Creed. Yeah, yeah. He is going to be starring in NBA 2K7, My Career Mode. Why? So, I don't know. Maybe they want a bit of Hollywood profile in the game. Seems odd. So he's going to be playing a guy called Justice Young, uh, and he's your you know just high school as young Justice. <laughs> <laughs> like when they misspell the names on purpose. Justice Young. So he'll be in the NBA My uh, 2K17 My Career Mode. That is obviously the mode where you create your own player, you work your way through the, the the college ranks, get drafted, all that, and he's going to be a consistent through it. So he's going to you can outside of the game, you have interaction, which can then ripple effect through to you know how your teammates feel about all that kind of nonsense and melodrama. So yeah, lending his face, lending his voice to the game. Do we think that maybe there's just a little bit too much going on outside the physical game of basketball? In basketball games, like what you like, you saying specifically to sort of this mode here where they have this, they try and make it a little bit more of a, a more yeah. rounded experience instead of just playing ball. Yeah, well, it's, are they it's detracting more, from the main thing? No, I I like it. Like I I pick up one of these games every couple of years because every year it's same same. Yeah. So yeah. every probably two or three years I pick up one of these and it's good fun because you make your character that they've got. Um, if you're on, on Xbox or PlayStation, you've got your camera, you can scan your face in and it'll, it'll fully Ooh. scan you in. You can become I've a character. disasters with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I oh. saw one that, um, you know, that I think his name's Champ Chong. He's a guy based in Melbourne. He's like a YouTube dude. He scanned oh, yeah, his face yeah, yeah. in and it looked like something out of the hills have eyes. <laughs> Bless his heart. I'd keep that. <laughs> yeah. But um, it, it's got more of a hook then because you, you want to progress more and play more. You don't want to just play a game once in a blue moon. You actually want to work your way in and, all these other, um, you know, reaction-based things where depending on how you answer a question or how you play in things, it, it, it's, it ties you in more so emotionally than just being a guy on a basketball court shooting some threes and that's it. Yeah. So I, I like that it's got a little bit of that to it. Ali's like, meh, yeah. meh. Everyone meh. knows how I feel about sports games. What else you got? How do you, how do you feel about 
Apple iPhone 7 confirmed this week or announced or unveiled or released. Oh, yeah, with the uh, 60,000 different connectors to <laughs> do anything on, yeah. Yeah, so... so Look, oh, man, my phone is just giving up this week. It's, uh, it's restarting. It's I can no longer hear people at a loud volume. I don't know if I'm just getting old, but um, whenever I call just someone... Wake up! Yeah. <laughs> What? I can't hear people. It's like, it's funny how all of a sudden that's mm. on the blink. So look, I'm probably going to have to get an iPhone 7 because I don't necessarily want any of the other phones that are out there. I don't think I I'll pre-ordered mine last night. Really? See, yeah. Did you get the headphone jack oh. and the wireless earbuds and all that crap? Or? No, no, no. I just got the pre-ordered the phone in Apple Care for now. That whole headphone thing is the biggest piece of shit. Oh, man, like they could have, they could have done well with it. They could have innovated the way because that's they're all about innovation apple it's always been about innovation i feel like this is a step back because 100 like all these connectors i don't know how steve would feel about yeah. this like this isn't very jobs-esque no this is uh yeah this is not this is not fun it's baffling it is a little bit baffling mm. to <sighs> me it's not a big deal as some people are making it out to be mm. but it's it's a bit weird personally i think that if they were going to remove the headphone jack and tell people they had to use the headphone the lightning port to play their headphones i think they should have done something more with induction charging mm. because if you had an induction charger you could just you could charge it you wouldn't have to plug anything in and the closer we get to not plugging things in the better because <clears throat> that's the other thing that's wrong with my phone bloody charge port just Plugging that cord in and out all the time mm. just stuffs it up. So, and, and that's that's the problem. Yeah. Like they've come out this week, and you know they're boasting that the iPhone Seven they've got this new GPU called the A10 Fusion. You know, in brackets, or I quote, it's going to be you know console level level gaming on the phone. They've confirmed already that F1 2016 is going to be playable on there, as well as a whole host of other games. So, you, until you, I see you a proper in, controller. I don't care. But you, you couple in, so there's this new powerful GPU, which is going to drain the battery even more. Mm. Then you've got wireless headphones that are going to be running off the Bluetooth on the phone that's going to drain the battery even more. Bigger, brighter screen, which is going to drain the battery even more. I thought the wireless head thing charged themselves. Yeah, but with the Bluetooth connectivity between the headphones oh, right. and the speakers. Sucking the power out. Yeah, yeah like... They're trying to be, you know, the most clever clever man in the room still. They're trying to come up with all this new technology, but it's just, unless they can develop a battery that's going to be able to withstand this, it's going to be great for a few hours again. But then at the end of the day, your phone is there for a phone first and foremost. There's no point in trying to grab all these other cool buzzwords that people like to, you know, embrace in their lifestyle, like gaming and music playing and all that. And, and you know, I, I, I love listening to music and I, I play a lot of stuff through my phone, but the last thing I've ever said is, oh, I wish these headphones were wireless and connected to this. Like, it's, it's something that's not not something that I've encountered uh, or looked me problems with. As someone who's listening to their headphones almost every day, for almost the entire day, um, i got to say that the concept of wireless earphones slash headphones is good. I definitely want that technology. It needs to happen. Um, oh, it exists already. Because I'm sick of cables. They're always getting in my way. You know, if you put your bag on, it pulls the cable down, it pulls it out of your ear. You take your bag off, it gets caught on something, it flies out of your ear. Like, you know, you just try and do anything and those cables are getting in the way. So yeah, always, I, I agree. Like, I'm constantly accidentally unplugging it. I'm but with you. With uh, the, with always the, the cable straight down under the shirt. So it's out, out of the runway, out of the hookway, straight into the pocket. I mate. can't do that. Um, but the funny thing... I'll show you how. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> the funny thing about it though is that like seeing the how these little wireless pods look like so as a girl with like long hair mm. the whole thing about having headphones and being in a public space is like people can see you, yeah, you, true. you're not listening exactly. to them but then now i'm gonna have it and they're gonna my hair's gonna be covering it so people are gonna be talking to me and yeah. i'm just gonna look like more of a bitch than i usually do oh, come on now <laughs> i've been, been notified about my resting bitch face but now i'm just gonna be flat out ignoring people you'll need to wear a sign you that's a sandwich board or something, you know? What, like in a Die Hard 3? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not that one. God. <laughs> of all the sandwich boards you could have picked. <laughs> uh, talking about the TV version. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah but... Man. No, it, it's got to happen. I'm for it. It's it has just, happened. It's not... But it's, it's not refined yet. It's not at that point where everyone can go, ah, this is the thing I've been waiting for. This is not... This doesn't feel like that at all. Mm. No, it really isn't. It's a yeah. mis- it's a misstep. So anyway, watch this space, I guess. Mm, something that wasn't a misstep in the last few weeks. Wow, Legion. You know the latest expansion. Yep. Three point three million sales recorded since launch of that. Good things like, are happening. What, that was a week ago, right? Mm. Ali, were you a Wow fiend? No, no, I never got into it. No, I had a friend that even gave me their like Wow like account and everything, and I was like, yeah, I'll get into it. Nah. Just for a record, was that a guy? No, girl. Oh, okay. Surprise. I was going to say, someone's going to give you their WoW account. <laughs> they, they're, try, they're trying to give you some little messages Slide there. in. Yeah, no. Slide actually. into your DMs. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It's one of my oh. cheeky friends that actually plays games. And yeah, she um she gave me the her account and I said I was going to use it, but I never did. I just, mm. it looked like one of those games that if I was going to get into it, I might as well say goodbye to my life. See, the, see, lining up the dots now, that's what Sam's doing today. He's not at the football. He's out playing legion remember last week you mentioned that he wanted to get back there's into a, it there's a guy at a football with a mannequin yeah taking taking pictures yeah he's he's at home raiding that's raiding. what he's doing yeah well mm. whatever 3.3 million from what i saw in the figures and, and the various things on the internet it's interwebs it's the most successful expansion launch to date for blizzard so you know even though there are the dwindling numbers year on year subscriptions going down Every time they release one of these new expansions, it goes boom, reinvigorates the community for at least six months. Blizzard make their billions. They need to... Billions? Actually, no, I won't say that. I was going to say they need to refine the gameplay a bit better, but that's not fair of me to say. I haven't played it in a long time, so... You know what gameplay looked good this week? (laughs) Yes. What? Mass Effect Andromeda in 4K. There you go. So that that was my favorite part of the whole Sony conference this week. You know, they showed... Three or four minutes worth of Mass Effect 4 gameplay. Uh, they've confirmed that the lead character you will be playing, brother or sister, in this regard. So it's the first family affair within Mass Effect. They're known as Ryder. I don't know if that's the surname or if it's just an androgynous first name that they're both known as Ryder, depending on which way you go. Uh-huh. But um, So they're going to coexist in the universe. So say you go the female route or the male route, your your brother or sister will be out there. You'll interact with them in some regard. It's interesting. It's it's a little bit... Why does it sound creepy to me? I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it looked good. The, the graphically, like, in that 4K presentation, looked great. I'm still hyped because I'm still a massive, blind-eyed fanboy of the Mass Effect series. So, I'm going to love this. I'm going to pick it up. I think this will be an in-depth review. Oh, yeah. Yep. When this comes out, this game will be my life until I finish it front to back. There you go. Mm. It's nice. You should probably record yourself playing it. Might yeah. do. It'll yeah. be long though because I've put in easy 100 plus hours in all three of the other ones each. I mean, someone so needs to play through it. Might be a lot of let's plays. There you go. Mm. 
Speaking of Let's Plays, Joe Manganiello is going to be playing Deathstroke in the standalone Batman film. Yeah. So Joe Manganiello is one of the biggest, staunchest, probably handsomest men Sexiest. around the parts. He was in Magic Mike. He was in... Can't confirm. True Blood. <laughs> he was old Al Seed in True Blood. And funnily enough, he was a side character in Spider-Man 1 or 2, I can't remember, with Tobey Maguire in it. So now he's been in Marvel and now he's in DC. I'm trying to think, who's this Yeah, I, th- I can't remember if he was Flash in the first Spider-Man movie when Tobey was still at school. I'm pretty sure he was, but it's interesting that he's transitioned across to the DC universe now. Because mm. they did show mm. that couple of minutes sizzle reel Affleck leaked on Twitter <laughs> or the Grams the other day. With dead death, uh, Deathstroke staunching around the screen, looking all, mm. looking all badass. All Deathstrokey. All Deathstrokey. <laughs> I think this could be cool because he's got a very commanding presence on the screen. He does. He does. And it's good for the ladies for eye candy. So all those guys that are going to want to drag their ladies that aren't into the comic book films. Yeah, take it off. Yeah. Get a bit of eye candy. What, what do you reckon? How do you think this standalone Batman film is going to go down? I don't do, you, know. do you have high hopes or are you just sort of going into all these neutral now due to... I hate saying it, but I am. I'm just going to I'm just gonna sit on neutral. Mm. Man, you know I don't really like superhero movies. I've got a good feeling about this Deathstroke movie. Why? I think, I think it's a... I think the, the type of character it is means they can do a lot with it. Mm. That Deathstroke character has got a lot of depth. And he's a badass assassin. Yeah. Like there's Gun, so much swords. there to play with, you know? Ass kicker. Yeah, I'm. It's like a, a serious Deadpool. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's funny they do have a similar look. Yeah. to a degree. I wonder if there was something there between mm. them that I don't know. There's he's got heavy run in the Arrow TV show, Deathstroke. Yeah, yeah. old mate. Yeah. The old mate that played. Um, he was in Spartacus, and he was in what was that fantasy show that was out. Last year or this year, he was in that too on MTV. That was their take on like a Lord of the Rings based show. MTV Castles? Nah, it'll escape me and I don't MTV want to dwell Crips? on it too much. Yeah, Castles. Castles. <laughs> anyway, Manganello. Welcome to my castle. <laughs> I used to love that Pimp My Ride. <laughs> <laughs> Pimp My Ride though was great. Yeah. It was so impractical, but it yeah. was great. You should read the articles about what happened afterwards. And people I'm like, my ride. they didn't yeah. fix the car inside. They didn't fix the car or they take stuff turn. out. Or, oh, or wow. yeah, the cars just became too expensive to, for the people to have. Yeah. Like, yeah. And they couldn't sell them either. It was hard. The mm. dumbest one I saw was when they put screens on the outside of the car. I don't know. I just remember thinking... Like TV screens? Yeah. Like, why? Like, that's dumb. Like, yeah. Anyway. I love the... My favorite one from a, like an impracticality, stupidity standpoint was you had like an ex-police car, whatever, yeah. like a Coupe de Ville or whatever the yeah. hell standard form factor they used in the you know, 90s on the cops. And they're like, oh, because this is the next cop car. We're going to actually have a real-life donut maker in the car. <laughs> and they'd have like a donut run with like a deep fryer in the center console. No. And you sit there and you're driving around, you're hitting bumps, it's fucking oil spitting around everywhere, you're getting burnt. Yeah, there was a fairy cloth machine in another yeah. one. Oh, and it's just God. like, really? Yeah, and I love the ones when they were clutching at straws when it's like, she's a woman, so she likes shoes. So, so we've got a shoe closet in the boot and it rotates with this button and they're rotating shoes and there's a makeup stand in there. How are you supposed to put any of your groceries in there? Yeah. <laughs> You're not. No. There you go. What would you fictionally have in your Pimp My Ride car? Um, 
I'd have some kind of gaming console. Yep. Um, a popcorn machine. Yep. And a little fridge. That's all I need. Yeah, I definitely need a little fridge for all my sodas. Yeah, yeah. I think that's practical. You know, I can still drive this car normally. Have a sweet, sweet telly with some consoles. Popcorn is great. I need Everyone lights. Everyone wants popcorn. Lights, 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 lights. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why, but I just like need neons. Neons flashing, a disco ball. Yeah. What about you, Curb? Fold out DJ decks, I think, for sure. So if you're sitting at lights. Mobile party, you know what I mean? Just pull up there, you know, on Pacific Highway at the Reds and just pull out the decks and just put the top down. Wheels of steel. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I'd want some of those spikes like in Death Race out the side of my wheel. So if anyone's, you know, crazy <laughs> like drivers. In the, like in the Roman Empire. Yeah, <laughs> crazy drivers getting too close. Like, mate, press the button and they just do, 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 and pop out. Those. I drove past a truck that had like a spiky thing hanging out. I'm like, I don't think that that's legal. legal. <laughs> I think that was shooting for the next Mad Max film. I think you just oh, wandered right. on to set somehow. <laughs> nice. Keep getting that mixed up. All right. Let's get out of this news. Let's get into some new releases for the week. There's a ass load of games coming out this week. An ass load. So we're gonna we're gonna refine the new releases. You know, I think it got too content heavy with the new releases. I think so just because gonna... I delivered them so well last week. Just he got jelly. Yeah. Have to. Yeah. You know, I'll I'll admit defeat. Still upset you didn't say the word vagina in one of those synopsis. But anyway. Me too. So we've got a ton I'm of games coming out. Professional. We'll rattle them all off. We'll still do the where are you gonna where would you what would you buy where would you throw your eight bits yep and and then you sort of explain to us why but I'll go through all the games first and then jump in tell us what you reckon so the first one which I'm throwing my money at just a little precursor so this is mine so you guys get off it <laughs> I'm going Bioshock the collection Xbox One PS4 and PC September the thirteenth I've already played it oh touche so Dead Rising Dead Rising Two and Dead Rising Two off the record. On Xbox One and PS4, September 13. Don't Starve Together, PS4, September 13. Make You Labyrinth of Death on the Vita, September 13. NASCAR Heat Evolution on the Xbox One, PS4 and PC, also on the 13th. (laughs) (laughs) Never Ending Night, PC on the 13th. NHL 17 on the Xbox One and PS4 on the 13th. Pac-Man Championship Edition 2. Didn't even know there was a Championship Edition 1. But there's a (laughs) second one for any Pac-Man fans out there. On the bone, the PS4 and the PC, 13th as well. Psycho Pass, Mandatory Happiness on the PS4 and Vita, September 13th. Psycho is it Pass really? is an anime. Yeah. Oh, touche. Pro Evolution Soccer 2017 on every console known to man, September 13. Recore, which is one that I'm keen about. Rive is on Xbox One, PS4, Wii U and PC on the 13th. Slain, Back from Hell, PS4 on the 13th. Next couple are coming out on September 14th. Conga Master on the PC. Conga Master. That's mine. That's mine right there. (laughs) Event O on PC and Mac on the 14th. Sorcery Part 4, The Crown of Kings. PC, Mac, iOS and Android on the 15th. Adrift, Xbox One. That is the, you know, Ah, the space. Yeah, yeah, Space sort of simulator one on the X-Bone on the September 16th. And the last one on the 3DS, Dragon Quest 7, September 16th. Yeah, I don't know where I'd put my dollars. I'd like to see what the hell Conga Master is. I, I got, is it dancing? Funnily enough, I got an access code if you want to review it. Okay, well. If you want to give it a crack. As long as it's not a visual novel, I don't care. It's not. It's. <laughs> it almost looks like... Um, he was. Like early early Final Fantasy graphics. Oh, wow. But you've got to command like a conga line and things like that. There's oh, some okay. RPG-based elements I'll from what I can go. see. <laughs> it sounds funny. 
I'll, I'll get it across to you. Give it a geezer. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'm jumping on Bioshock because you're getting three of the greatest games already from this them. and last generation, upscaled to 1080p, 60 frames a second. All the DLC, including the freaking legendary Minerva's Den on Bioshock 2. So you're getting Bioshock 1, you're getting Bioshock 2, and you're getting Bioshock Infinite. I think the total price on this is like 79 bucks. Three games, several hundred hours of gameplay, great, great horror stylings, graphically beautiful, great combat, great controls, amazing. Ken Levine and, and that team that put this, these games together deserve all the, uh, you know, all the kudos, all the praise. That's where I'm dropping my papers. I'm actually going to put some real dollars down, not only Ooh. 8-bit dollars and pick this up. Why? You've already played it. Because I want to get into them again. You, couldn't you just play the ones you have? No, because they were all on 360 and they're all gone. Oh. Trade in. I've never traded in a game. Oh, I have. <laughs> I always trade As you just games. found out. About <laughs> 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 you, Ali, where are you, where are you going and why? I'm, I'm really torn because I was thinking about Don't Starve Together on PS4 because I've, I have played Don't Starve Together on PC, but I'm like, oh, PS4 element as well. Get what, some new what's players. it about? Don't Stop Together is a survivalist game. Like, it's very, like, cartoon-based. The style's very much, um... What's his name? Uh, the guy that did, like, A Nightmare Before Christmas. Tim Burton. That's the guy. It kind of looks like that style. And it's kind of, like, um, co-op survivalist. Interesting. And you've got to keep your sanity or else uh, the, the monsters get you. Oh. It's, it's, it's fun. It's innocent. But then I was thinking about The Witness as well. Sounds like me every day. <laughs> Not starving and keeping your sanity. Yeah. Mm. Actually, sounds, yeah. And The Witness? Uh, the Witness. That was that game that came out. Uh, I, th- I think I saw a lot of people playing it on PC. It so. was very highly touted this year. It's one of the indie darlings of 2016. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it, it's, it's a puzzle game. Like, yeah. essentially, it's a puzzle game, which I enjoy. And graphically, and like, it looks nice. Like, it just looks peaceful. Yeah. So, I might give that a whirl. Mm. Yeah, I think I want to pick that up. So, that's on the 13th of september it comes out so what's that this when this tuesday mm. something like that so there's there's a lot of crackers on there not only the dead rising games as well could be worth a grab um recall or microsoft exclusive um you know action action sort of um, adventure type of style yep tying into that all spark looks good there's 15 minutes of gameplay on uh youtube.com forward slash we are 8 bit if you want to check it out there you go so give it a peek give it a look so there's a ton of games reese We'll be giving us a full report on Conga Master next time we uh, take it to take to recording here. So it's better be funny. We'll see if it is quite quite good, quite quite bad. <laughs> quite, Ho- quite good. Hopefully, it's not a bigger letdown as uh, Steins Gate. But that's you know no, that's not t- tied really to the game down. itself. I think it's just Steins Gate wasn't really a letdown. There was just a miscommunication about what the game is. Oh, I just I don't know. It's, it's like it's like I, like. Like when you really want Overwatch and someone gives you Battleborn. It's like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, 2K. Thank you, but no. You can. I, I was in JB's yesterday and they were selling Overwatch for like 30 bucks. What? Really? Yeah. You mean Battleborn? Yeah, that's what I mean, sorry. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, not Overwatch. Overwatch is still like a hundy. Yeah. Yeah. But Battleborn is getting close to that discount bin, 30 oh, bones. Boy. They, they just should have seen where it was coming up in the release cycle and said, you know what? Let's wait a few months and then roll out Battleborn instead of committing to that date, which was like within two weeks of Overwatch mm. and getting completely smashed. Oh, well. Demolished. Smashed. Smashed. You know what else? Yep. Events this week. There's some big ones. It's just 
Is this the right grab? No, I don't have a grab. Oh. <laughs> Sheesh. Gonna... Anyway, Tokyo Game Show. One of the biggest game events of the calendar year, September 15 through 18. I think we're going to get the unveiling of the NX, this thing. Oh, good call. Obviously, there's going to be some emphasis on the PlayStation 4 Pro. We might see a bit more VR, so on and so forth. Maybe some info on the Scorpio. Oh, maybe some Death Stranding stuff. Maybe some Death Stranding. I don't have high hopes to see any Death Stranding. I don't think we're going to see anything from Death Stranding for another 12 months. Really? Yeah. How annoying. Yeah, because they're saying that that trailer is pretty well got nothing to do with the final version of the game. It was just a hype trailer. What the hell? Yeah. You mean they don't get to have... A man make a baby and, mm. and but um but it's it's because Hideo like he's got that much you know clout within the industry he could he could have went on stage and literally flip the bird farted into a microphone <laughs> and be like that's the concept of my game and everyone be like holy <laughs> yeah. oh, shit genius genius he's the Andy Warhol of games yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. <laughs> but we're we're gonna see some NX it, it's all but confirmed that they're going the cartridge route. So that's going to be happening. So weird. They've all but confirmed that the NX itself is going to be a little bit thicker than the 3DS XL, um, bigger screen, support HD, detachable controllers, all that stuff. So this week, we're probably going to see that hit the airwaves. No doubt you'll see some sweet memes come out afterwards. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm still interested to see where they're trying to position this. Like if they are trying to just say, this is the 3DS on steroids. Or if they're going to try and say, no, this is the next console experience and try to go toe-to-toe with the bone and the PlayStation and things I like don't that. Nah, 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 nah. Mm. They'll just say, here's an alternative. Yeah. yeah, in their Nintendo ways. So the, I think it's a sequel or maybe a prequel. I don't know. It's something. But they're, they're, they've redone the Blair Witch. So Blair Witch hits cinemas on the 15th of September. It's not found footage style anymore. I think it's just proper straight up you know, What's horror film basings. I know. I know. Don't care. Mm. Mm. It's about 10 years too late. Yeah. Who cares? Mm. Gamacon, which is a uh, anime cosplay based convention, is down in Canberra. Hey. So, when are you peeps down there in the nation's capital? September 17 and 18 at the AIS Arena there in Bruce. So, that's a, it's a big space. So, they're going to fill it with plenty of cosplayers, plenty of stalls, plenty of anime, manga based things, maybe some gaming. It's pretty cool. Mm. There you go. And it's going to be going head-to-head with an event that is going on here in Sydney as we record this, Oz Comic Con. It'll be in Brisbane next weekend. The Brisbane Convention Centre, September 17 through 18. We rattle off a lot of the, the guests and things last week, so I don't think we need to dive back into that this time around. But anyone up there in Bris Vegas want to get along, see some gaming, see some anime, see some cosplay, see some events, see some panels, meet some guests, get some photos with some guests. Bit of fun. Old mate that voices all the Mario characters are there. Yep, Aaron Ashmore's there. Robert England, Freddy Krueger is there. The guy that plays Jason, I can't remember his name from Friday the 13th. Robert England is the guy to go and see. Yeah. <laughs> no Ali didn't feel too confident. She was grimacing at the thought of meeting Robert England. Oh. No, I just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to get you. Yeah. Just don't fall asleep. I didn't grow up with it, so. Oh. Mm. So that's. That's pretty well it as far as what's going on this week. I think we've got a little bit sidetracked here and there. Bit of Musselman breakdown there. Any, anyone that wants to talk Musselman offline, hit up Reese on the Instas. That Turbo that feels my pain about BP psychological pricing. All service stations do that. Don't yeah. just type BP, is the BP worst offender. as the criminal here. One Coke, $17, but two Cokes, $17.01. Well, wouldn't you just buy the two Cokes because you're winning then? 
Brennan, uh, duh, maybe I explain it to you. Just leave it. You're just not strong-willed enough to say, you know what, I'm not going to buy either of these Cokes <sighs> and go to the Woolies and buy the Coke for the cheaper price. Oh, but then you got to walk. There you go. You're already at BP, so I'm guessing you're getting petrol, so you drive. No. Mr. Got an answer for everything today. That's it. <laughs> I'm on prime form after my extra large coffee. All right. Let's wrap this up. Let's see if the Fantastic Four is going to actually be here next week. If not, we've got the Fantastic Improved Trio here. Sam, you could be done, mate. It's nice knowing you. Good luck at the soccer. Hope a flare shoots you in the face. Stay hungry. You've been listening to The Hungry Gamers, an exclusive podcast from 8-Bit. Be sure to check out 8-Bit.net for all your video game and pop culture-related needs. Additional Hungry Gamers episodes can be found on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iTunes. While you're there, please be sure to rate and subscribe. Until next time, boys and girls.